Hey guys, welcome back to the LFC Transfer Room Podcast. My name's Liam and of course I'll be your host as always. Today I'm joined by Firmino's number one fan, Mr Tommy Lister. How are we doing fella? Yeah mate, I'm good, I'm good. Good to be here. We missed out on last week's episode after a recording disaster. Uh, yeah, well technical difficulties we'll pull it down to, shall we? Yeah, and yeah. I mean, well, we've yeah. got more difficulties this week because it's just me and you, Tommy. The fact man himself is not days. here. The good old days, yes. The golden era of the LFC <laughs> Transfer Podcast is returning. I saw Richie's not listening to this on his drive into work. Um, so, yeah, everyone listening, unfortunately, there will be no fact of the day from Mr. Richie, but he'll be back next week. And we'll obviously we'll pick up again. And Tommy, you're you're still winning on that, so it's probably for the best that we we. I might just try and phase that that segment out entirely. Anyway, anyway, we're gonna get on to some transfers, and the first one is a player that I am massively a fan of, um, Danielle Marlin. Now it's not it's not really a concrete link. Um, it's sort of just like here and there of like always oh, being linked to as they do when a, a player in the Dutch league starts to perform well being linked to some of the bigger clubs in England and the two names that you're, well, in Europe, sorry, the two names that we're hearing from England, uh, mm. primarily United and, of course, Liverpool. Tommy, I can't imagine you watch much of the uh, Eredivisie or Mr. Daniel Marlon. Uh, it's not real football to me, I'm afraid. I don't, I, I struggle to watch anything outside of Liverpool at the minute, you know. <laughs> you struggle? Liverpool, like, every you say Liverpool... Days, so. But Liverpool yeah. haven't been playing real football recently, I swear to no, God. I can't myself to watch Eredivisie after watching Liverpool after three, like every three days. Yeah, it's so entertaining. But, but from the that aside, jokes aside, from like, you know, what I've I've got friends and stuff who are into that into like European football and you know, people talk about young talents and or you know, I think he used to play for Arsenal, didn't he? I've got I follow some. He Arsenal was yeah, he went Twitter. Ajax, then yeah, Arsenal, and then PS3 Paris, picked him up. On the pod before. I picked yeah, yeah. about Marlon. Um, yeah, he looks like a good player. Is he quick, I believe? Yeah, yeah, he's quick. He's a little, he's a little baller. I love him. Um, well, I I don't know if you know, have I mentioned this on the pod before? But I have like, um, I've got like friends who are from Eindhoven, so oh, I don't know. They're, they're like, they're like my mum's my, my friends are from Eindhoven, so when she whenever she used to go over to the Netherlands to see them like oh yeah PSV and then so she got into PSV and then as I've grown up it's sort of been like a team that I've kept my eye on so I've seen Daniel Marlon here and there um and they've got a decent little crop of young players coming through at the moment PSV I've heard about that but um Marlon's probably like the standout one and Mm. I think he'd fit in pretty well with you know our sort of what we look for in the front three um can play probably probably best suited down the middle or on the left, but he couldn't fill in on the right if necessary. Um, and yeah, like you say, quick. Um, he's getting like, but his finishing's improving this season a bit more, and he's still only 22 as well. So you always mention in terms of what our transfer department and our and our owners are looking for in yeah. a in a transfer target. He fits the bill really, and because it's the Eredivisie, it's it's like that cut price sort of deal. Like what yeah, we were exactly. saying with Daka, like you're not going to pay as much. Yeah, well, it's like rumored. I think both their TV deals or something like that yeah. end like at the same year, and they're looking oh, right. to try and sort of merge the two after those two deals end. I think it's twenty twenty four, but I'm not hundred percent sure. I think that'd be pretty good though. We are going massively off topic though, but I think that'd be quite good for <laughs> yeah. for those two leagues and maybe some of the players in them. Maybe get a, get them back on Sky, 
I think the yeah. Eredivisie used to be on Sky when I was younger, but it's not anymore. It's well upsetting. But um, you are old. I have no memory of that. Yeah, I know. I'm like four years older than you. So insulting. But uh, speaking of old, should we move on to our next transfer target? <laughs> oh my god, I can't quite believe this one. Um, Ezekiel Garay, Gary, Gary. We'll call him Gaz. Um, yes. Who we've been linked to bizarrely. I mean, um, when like when Virgil got injured first, and then Gomez was not long after. I was like looking at free agent centre backs. Oh, I was saw. like, oh, yeah. he's like the main name really out of them all. But I was like, he's about thirty-seven or something. He's got the turn speed of a double-decker bus. Like, I've seen people joking on Twitter like, we're just going to sign him to make Nat Phillips look quicker. But, I don't know how reliable the links are and if it's a real sort of rumour or, or whatever, but... Well, I think the place I've seen it was... Um, I've seen it from friend of the pod, Ryan Taylor, in the Express. I'm not sure if that's where it was first reported, to be perfectly honest with you. But, um, yeah, sorry, so what were you saying? Ben Davis, you know what I mean? If we're going to sign in some... Ben Davis will surely never touch a minute of football <laughs> in Didn't Maybe Ben Woodburn score a hat-trick against him like this past few days? God. In training. I mean, there's probably a reason he's not getting it. I'd literally just think it was like, oh, look, we signed two centre-halves like, on deadline day. That was like the whole thing of like why the owners did it. But the big link, he was getting linked to like, Celtic, weren't it? I think he was, when we when we signed him, it was like Celtic and Sheffield United were both in for him. I think we just signed him so we can ship him off for a profit end of season, genuinely at this point. But, like, yeah, Garay makes even less sense than Phillips does because I imagine Phillips is at least a bit quicker than him. If we're going to persist with this high line, why are we signing 37-year-old defenders who can't move? Mm. Yeah. doesn't make sense to me. And uh, I, It was one of those ones that came up in certain, um, around when the injuries were getting worse because he was a free agent. And I think it's an easy link to make. It's probably made up and... For the for the good, hopefully. Yeah, but I mean, I just don't quite understand how. Like back when it was first coming up as a as first being linked, um, it wasn't really, you know, it was just like people joking on Twitter mostly. There was no like media outlets reporting on it, and now it's actually getting into newspapers and it's online and actual journalists reporting on it. Like sports, didn't it? Who reported the Tiago stuff first? So there was some credibility. But I saw someone. Apparently, the actual Spanish uh, translation said from English media, so I don't think it's even got a real source. <laughs> so the Spanish are, are, are citing the English as a as a source, and the English are citing the Spanish as a source, yeah. and it sounds it's, like it's, it's nonsense. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not a real player. <laughs> um, but moving on from incomings, which we don't feel like are going to happen, to one that I feel might happen, maybe has some legs. Um, cult hero of the cop, Divock Origi, is being linked to uh, the exit door. And there's been like links like Wolves. I think Valencia were in for him at one point. I think a few places in Italy. Probably Inter because they love Premier League rejects. But the latest one is Borussia Dortmund. This one's come from Football Insider. Um, I mean, Divock, we've, we've said quite a few times on this pod, thanks for the memories, essentially, but... I mean, since uh, since Madrid, what's he done, really? Yeah. To be perfectly honest, um, are you sort of? Do you still feel the same way? I can't imagine your moods changed yeah, on him. 
obviously you say yourself cult hero. I love I love the fella, but gave me the best night of my life. But mentality, you know, you got to draw a line somewhere, and the line's been drawn. And Origi playing another minute would be crossing that line. I think. And he's not good enough. I'm, I'm joking. No, he's, he's he, he isn't good enough. Anyway. No, he's not. I think uh, against Burnley. I was going to say, I think for a lot of people up until that point, they were like, oh, well, he's just in the squad and, you know, he's given us good, some good memories. And then we're on this absolute dross run at Anfield and he hits the bar against Burnley to put us 1 0 up. And everyone just kind of went, right, that is that is it now. Let's stop messing yeah. about. Why yeah. are we playing competition winners up front? <laughs> and I don't oh. mean to be so disrespectful to him, but the way he has played. Since that season has been oh. like it's won the competition. Do you remember like the fall off of Sturridge in Sturridge's last season? Like, Sturridge was it... at least had these injury problems, not to blame. No, yeah, no, I get that, but I mean, like, I remember Sturridge's. I think well, I think it might have been his last game, and it was Huddersfield at home. I think we won five nil, and he started. I think he like he hit the bar late on from like thirty yards out. But other than that, his overall play was atrocious, and that's just kind. Of, it's the vibes I'm getting from Origi these days. He's Clear that he's just, he's just not of the level of player that, that we should have, that, yeah, even as a backup. They drop off from from the from like Firmino, Mane, Salah, Jota to Origi's support. Even Shakiri, I think, is comfortable yeah, better than Origi. Yeah, even even Shark. But you know who would fix that? Daniel yeah, Marlin. Get Origi out. He would. Marlin in. He would. It'd be he good. Um, but I like the one thing that I'm just astounded by is. The sort of calibre of clubs that he's getting linked to, like the latest one, like we say, is Dortmund. And you imagine this is sort of a, oh, if Haaland goes situation for Dortmund, mm-hmm. um, which if they don't get top four, you imagine he probably will. But you're replacing him with a Rigi, man. What are you doing? And then even like Wolves, I don't really understand why they were linked with him, considering at, at the time of the link, I think they still had Jimenez was fit. Um and then, like, Inter have got Lukaku and Lautaro up top. Have West Ham been linked as well? Before they have, yeah. Have they? Who have they got up front these days? All I've got Antonio. in my head is Andy Carroll. <laughs> Antonio, yeah. Yeah, so even got, Antonio is... Yeah. He's what? Uh, they've got Antonio decent, obviously. A good player. Yeah, yeah. And even then, like, the drop-off to Origi is a bit... Bit mad, I just don't, it just makes no sense to me. Um, but I think for, for for the benefit of Liverpool, I'd like to see him go. And if we can get a bit of dollar while we're at it, no harm, no harm in doing it. But we'll move on to some fan questions. So this one wasn't actually one that got submitted directly to us. We've, we've got all the fans, mate. Um, you would never, you'd never say that if Richie was here. We need him back. <laughs> um, but yeah, a, a fan question that wasn't submitted to us because it's something I saw on uh, on Twitter and I was kind of interested on getting your take on it. So let's say we get to the Champions League final and we've just drawn, obviously, Real and potentially Chelsea in the semis, Ghost Goal Part 2 and all that. But if we get there, if Virgil's like 50% fit or like you can get, you can like just about get minutes from him, mm. are you risking him? In the Champions League final, I don't think so because I just, I saw I know it's very different, and it, I mean I guess it depends on the options. If maybe there's another centre back injury, then yeah, if, if Rich Williams is in a position, for example, where he's supposed to start the Champions League final, 
then yeah. But if we've if we've got to the final with a comfortable pairing, then I trust that pairing in the final having a rift Virgil. But I think Holland are probably just gonna. Me and you have both said it on Twitter. Yeah, we both, yeah. I was literally before. thinking after yeah, I tweeted it, I saw you said it yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I said like they're gonna just yeah, like just... Naby Cater him, aren't they? It's got it written all over it. Yeah. If they think for a second really he's got does. any chance of playing any minute, I reckon they're just gonna ruin him. Um. Which would be devastating, but yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm in the same boat as you. Like, if 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 we've got a centre back pairing that's got us to a Champions League final, don't risk it because if it, something does happen, he's out for you know beginning of next season or longer, then we've just shafted another season up the wall, basically. Um, yeah. I mean, we had, we had a few other a few other questions that I don't really think deserve too much delving into. So one of them was Rian Brewster. <laughs> Chances on him coming back. I don't think he's got a league goal this season, keep in mind. So, thoughts on that one? Um, that's a hard one because it's easy to look at that. But he does play in that horrible Sheffield United side that don't create chances. I think it would have been better off getting a move at like Brighton or something, or whoever it was, Palace. One of those sort of teams would have been better for him. But equally, uh, not quite out of level. Not the 40 million with these clothes by that level. Is it for, I couldn't remember if it was 30 or 40. Or yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Like, you can, you can buy the... for a price. Oh, yeah, we could, couldn't we? <laughs> yeah, based on this season, probably not. Um, if he gets... I mean, if Sheffield United like bounce back next season, they come back up to the Premier League, which I can't see them doing, given that Wilder's just left. Um and then he and then he does kick on in the Premier League if they come if they end up coming back then potentially, but I can't see that happening and I can't see no. him staying at Sheffield United for very long maybe a couple of seasons in the Championship with them but I think he'd move on, um, and it wouldn't be to us. No. So another one that we had which I think we have kind of discussed um, sort of similar topics to, which uh, was if Klopp has another stinker next season. If we basically mirror this, or even worse, um, do you? Well, for starters, what would you do? Would you still keep him long till maybe like the end of his contract? And then, what do you think the owners would do as well? Um, I think it's a bit of a sort of ridiculous hypothetical. While we're while we're down bad right now, I don't think that's even a realistic question. But it we'd have to have an like sort of a freak injury season yet again. And then the outside of top four finish with performances being on Klopp consistently for me to think about it. Uh, yeah. Then, um, for the owners to think about it, I think they love Klopp. They know that they've struck gold there. I don't, I don't, yeah, I think, 100%. I, I'm happy with that, to be honest. I think, I don't, I think Klopp's, got, Klopp's got a lot of leeway in the rightly so. Yeah, I think um, if, like, if they back him properly this, season, this summer... Sorry, end of this season. Um, and then we get all, you know, we get like your Gomez's, your Van Dyke's back, everyone's fully fit going into the new season. And it's still like, you know, battling for top four form with this mm. squad and a few extra players coming in. With fans on the ground. And fans, yeah. But that's then, 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 there'd, then there'd be question marks. But, you know, if, if we get an exact replica of this and we get, you know, Injuries. Maybe this time the front three get injured and we've got a fully fit defence, but we just can't score. To be fair, we still can't score. 
But, you know, if we get like freak injury season, it's out of Klopp's control and it's like fair play. Like who who's even, I don't think mm. another manager would be battling for the top four based on what we've had happen to us this season, let alone, no. you know, in a Champions League quarterfinal and still in the, in the hunt for Champions League football domestically. Um, I just, yeah, it is a ridiculous, like, a ridiculous hypothetical, like you say. And I, I, I just want to back him till the end of his contract. Uh, yeah. At which point I, I think do think he's going to leave, which he's sort of said something similar. Klopp losing patience of them uh, before they lose patience of Klopp. Yeah, yeah, I feel I that that would be the risk for the owners. No, nah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. But yeah, that, that's that's the fan questions. And like I said earlier, we've got no fact of the day, so we're moving straight on to the unpopular opinion. And as we've got no rich here, Again, it's fallen on me, carrying the weight of this at this week's episode. Um, and my unpopular opinion is that I would rather miss out on both the Europa League and the Europa Conference League uh, than get Europe if we're not going to get Champions League. Yeah, that that was worded correctly, wasn't it? You you know what I mean. I uh, yeah, I, I do disagree. I don't know how. Popular and popular, be that's actually quite an interesting one. It probably will be fairly split. Uh, personally, from certain standpoints, you can look at it like if we're suddenly a Europa League or Conference League team, uh, I'm thinking like I could stack up my um, credits and stuff and get, get uh, access to games and stuff. And then the season after, when we're back in the Champions League, yeah, I'll go into the Europa League games. I'm qualifying for the Champions League games now because <laughs> uh, uh, you know, a lot of people fall off the ticket lists when they, yeah. And they stopped going when under Royal Women in Europe League. But yeah, that's a good point. And also, like we said it on the pod last week, being the first conference, you know, Europa League, I agree, but the Conference League, I would, I would rather be in because it'd be cool to just play a lot of random European it, teams. Yeah, no that'd be the be. only like, that'd be the only thing I for me. And that, I'd want to win it. Team. But if if you're in it, I'd want to win it because you can't you yeah. can't be a team of Liverpool's caliber like going into the Europa like Conference League and not win it. The first one ever being in it, playing a lot of random teams, never going to get that experience again. And next yeah. year, win the Champions League again. Probably end up playing like Bohemians or something like. Yeah, exactly. Some daft teams I'm like done. that. Yeah, I'm done. It would be funny, and like the only like my big thing is it, particularly with the Europa League itself, maybe not so much the Conference League, is like obviously I think they both are on Thursday nights anyway, so it's Thursday Sunday football. I think with the Conference League, you have more wiggle room in terms of. Blood in a few of the youth players. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Nico Williams. I know you'd be a really big fan of that, Tommy. But I'm thinking more of the likes of like Harvey Elliott could get a proper yeah. good run out. And it's, you know, you'd imagine we're getting quite far into the knockout stages of that competition. So we could get like, yeah. you know, double figures under under his belt in terms of appearances. Yeah, it, it's um, a different trophy. And it's better. It's the Euro. I don't, the only question mark I'd have is, and I'd imagine it is, is it played on Thursday nights? I don't think. I think no. I think they're both on Thursdays, the yeah. Conference League yeah, and the Europa League. That's a bit of a game changer. But I'd rather that than the Europa League. I genuinely would. Yeah, just because like the 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 caliber of opposition until you get into the last stage isn't going to be. It's going to be worth throwing Van Dijk and Salah at, is it? Not for me, my friend. No. So yeah, I mean, if we won it, I'd take it. But in terms of just the fixture pile up, and especially. The big thing for me was obviously the way that this season's gone. Like we look back, we had no preseason, 
it's been everything's been crammed into such a small amount of time as we're all aware. It's already shafted us with injuries this season. If then, well, and then we've got obviously the Euros. I believe Copper America's this year as well. Again, into it this summer, or is it Afcon? One of them. I think no. I think Afcon's next January actually. So we'll have Copper America Euros this summer. Then that's like obviously the core of our team, bar like Kate, Mane, and Salah, who are all going to be competing again over summer, giving them less time in preseason again. So then go into another season where it's they're going to be playing. Man. You are? It's ridiculous. Salah's going to have like four years of just non-stop playing football. Yeah, literally. And then, so say that obviously all this happens and then we're in the Conference League or we're in the Europa League, that's taking us up to probably pushing 50 games in a season again. And in January, we lose Keita, Salah, Mane halfway through the season. So for me... yeah. That's the big sort of issue. Um, you know, if we're going to win a trophy, we win a trophy, happy days. But if it's to the detriment of us getting back into the Champions League, then it's not for me. I mean, that, that was just my my thinking of it. It's just like the kind of... Um, I, was, I can't even think of the word. Um, for the, like just the Conference League, the novelty of it, that's the, that's the one. Just like yeah. the novelty of being in this new competition and, you know, playing some of these funky little teams that we're never going to play again and, you know, lifting a, a tidy little European trophy would be all right. Yeah, it's like winning a League Cup, like Europa, a European League Cup. Yeah, it's like, yeah, like Champions League's like the Prem, like Europa League's like the FA Cup and then it's like the Energy Drink Cups, the, the Conference League. The European Cup. It's yeah. what I'll tell you, and that's the thing, it'd be on a one-off season because, let's face it, this was a free season. Yeah. But like you say, yeah. as long as it didn't derail too much of the next season, um, well, I, I personally still I disagree on that basis. But I can, I, I, do, I, do get, I do get where you're coming from. Yeah, you, you understand the sentiment. I'm just looking out for the players' well-being. You're just thinking about, <laughs> you're just thinking about the enjoyment from a fan's perspective of getting to put eight goals past Nicosia or something like that. Some poor little away, Cypriot away team. Greece or something. Yeah, away days in bloody Azerbaijan or somewhere. Well, to be fair, that, that'd be the Europa League. Karabag, wouldn't it? I think they're Azerbaijan. Yeah, exactly. I believe every single year. It's not good that the um, this conference has been a running theme in a podcast recently. It's been what? It's been a running theme in a podcast. The UEFA uh, well, it, it best not be next season. <laughs> Not Doing match reviews of uh, of Conference League games where we're losing one nil. Imagine if we played yeah, Adrian right. to give Allison some uh, some time off. Maybe Adrian might be the one leaving uh, in the summer. Yeah, to be Hopefully. fair, yeah. When's That's his contract up? When when is his contract up? Someone find out for me. We we began waffling like crazy, but I don't know. Well, questions started coming up about Adrian's future, and I'm keen to find out when it ends. <laughs> But we are we are waffling. So, I, I mean, let us know. Do you want Europe? Let us know in the comments. Uh, if you're on YouTube, obviously, if you're listening, you can go to the Twitter and let us know whether you'd like a like a little conference league journey or whether you'd like the players to get, you know, some time off. Um, but that'll be it for this week. Until next time, we will be joined again by Richie. We will have the uh, fact of the day segment back, and I will make my comeback beginning next week. So until then, bye-bye. Bye-bye.